Hi, welcome to my podcast, The Happy Hacker with Ambition. As usual, I'm trying to put my microphone on. Um, it's been quite an exciting week this week, if I'm absolutely honest. Um, I got to talk to a load of students in Ghana, via, obviously via Zoom, I didn't go there, um, at Webster University, about the podcast and general podcasting well podcasting in general basically um which was quite exciting um and the students were enthusiastic um obviously they the majority of them i don't know i don't know if they were horsey i don't think so i had some questions like how much does it cost to have a horse and i said we don't work that out (laughs) and uh um i just said you know i said but the but lots of ordinary and I was trying to stress the fact that there's lots of people like me that go to work um, purely to keep their horses um, and that we we try and keep them to the best of our ability but within a budget Um, and yeah it's quite exciting so uh, I really really enjoyed it it was really good fun and um, I basically said to everybody podcasting so much fun just have a go uh, and then in the afternoon they did all have a go which is great and some of them got some there's a guy who was volunteering for hospital radio which is where the majority of all good radio stars have come from uh, and he said he had a good idea for had an idea for a podcast and he said how did you get started and so I said how I got started and how you can do it on a budget you don't need all this paraphernalia but also you have to decide what kind of style your podcast is going to be for me it's really rough and ready as you all know because I just do this out in the field I just come along and have a chat anyway enough about my podcast happy hacker with ambition my goodness me what have I been doing this week well uh, Laura has still had to be off of work she went back to work last night hence me in the field as you can hear poo picking bless her she said i'll do it and i went don't you dare don't you dare (laughs) it's your first shift back for quite a while and it was a long shift um sometimes nights do seem longer than other nights um i'm so i'm just gonna poo pick her once and then go back and do mine um because i have to get Michael to have his jab, his uh, COVID booster jab, um, which will be his fourth jab. That seems a lot of jabs, doesn't it? But anyway, he is off to have that done, um, but he's not well enough in himself to actually drive himself. So I will be taking to that. So I'm on a, I'm on a time thing, so I've got to get going. Blueberries hunting um she came up we came up the other night the other morning and there was a dead rabbit in my field with indy that obviously something had killed because uh, its back leg was missing um probably a fox we do have baby foxes around here um but it could just as much have been bird of prey we've got a load of those now which is really exciting um and it was left so that's why I think it's probably a fox because you know 
they generally do that so and then blueberry came back she so i picked it up and got rid of that and then blueberry came back the other day with just a rabbit's paw in her mouth that she's found and uh yuck she really is and my boss my old boss Liz Wallace she said to me she's so cute she's so not cute <laughs> took me ages to persuade her that a dead bit of rabbit foot is time to give it up anyway what have we been doing this week well you'd be so proud of me because um Laura and I because it's nearly time to go to adult training camp which is next week I got my days wrong so it's next uh Wednesday Thursday Friday we we're away for two nights we're back on the Friday um we leave on Friday uh and it is only down the road great disappointment with Trevor the caravan because uh I took some pictures and I asked a very well-known caravan dealership how much it would cost to repair it. And they just sent it straight back and went, caravan's too old. It's not, uh, it's, it's not economic for us to repair it. So I have Google, I have YouTube searched and I have found how we can repair it. Um, it would be something normally we'd ask Dean to do for us, but he is so busy with work. He's been leaving for work at 5am and not getting home until 9 o'clock at night. So in the summer, that's just the way it goes. Um, Laura and I had a bit of a road trip yesterday. We went down to Suffolk and we picked up a bale grabber, um, which... Uh, because what we've been doing is doing everything by hand so we use small bales because when we used to have it all with big bales which I think somebody used to do for us nobody wanted big bales everybody always asked us for small bales then we started making it with small bales everybody wanted big bales because they perceive that it's more cost effective but it all depends how well and how tight tightly they are rolled so just a little bit of that and also I think it's more difficult to work out um, we've still got some of 2021's hay which I've been using which is actually awesome we've got quite a lot of it um, it's still up for sale it's £3.50 a bale it's really cheap. Um, I don't understand, don't understand what's going on actually, because normally we wouldn't have any left. We we sell out well before this, you know, this time in the year. We would have had oh great, somebody's gone and had a poo right in the middle of the stinging nettles. That's going to be fun. Oh, looks like Donny. Although I can't imagine that Donny would go in the stinging nettles but anyway um princess pony so yeah so we went down to suffolk we picked that up we also wanted to get um a sledge which means that you as it comes out of the baler it piles up into a group hello blueberry um so it does eight bales so that means that when the grabber comes along 
it grabs the eight bells and all you're doing then is just uh, sorting it out on the trailer which is great because at the moment what we do is as a team we go and we Dean will bail it, he'll drive along or his dad will drive along with the um, tractor bailing it, they take it in turns and then Laura is generally on the floor and I'm on the trailer and I'm stacking. Last year I was pretty useless at it. Um, I did, we did, Dean and I did one field together because Laura had um, worked the night shift so she had to go to bed and we knew the weather forecast was such that it was going to rain so we had to get that hay in and it was really hot and we did it we did the whole field and so really really chuffed so by the time I got to do the next three fields one two yeah no it's two fields isn't it on this bit but they're massive fields by the time we got to do that I was like I'm really tired I can't do it I'm pathetic um and uh my husband was talking to me and he goes but you've obviously you've got a sledge and you've got a grab and we went no we do it all ourselves and uh, he went to me oh well we used to and I went yes and so did I you know but that's that's just the way to do it it's just hard physical work hay is the heaviest of the bales that you get to pick up um but the outcome is we have hay we all moan every time we do it and we always say how many times we move the hay because you move it to pile it up to put it into um the pile so that you can then as the tractor comes back up you can blueberry away from there Oh, it's amazing what these treats will do. She only gets caught for a treat, but she does come. I do take it out of her feed allowance. Hello, who's a good girl? Yeah, come for the whistle. Yeah, there you go, good girly. All right, you can have that bit as well. Good girl. No, that's going back in there. You're not having all of that. Um, so, and then you stack it up, and then you take it into wherever we're going to store it. So, Laura generally has one in uh, we store some in the stable in her stables so that she's got it so one of the stables for, well two of the stables for the small horses are generally full of hay um, and then we move it up to the barn and then of course I will bring my hay down in my trailer every every couple of days <laughs> um, so you're loading it from that and then if people want to buy it there we load it onto a trailer and then we deliver it and then most people this is my biggest argument most people are then not there when you deliver it and you end up loading it up for them as well and you'll always find that it'll be in the yard and it'll be the furthest bit away from where you can actually back the trailer up with hay and then people will say free delivery and you go yeah okay free delivery we'll just dump it here for you and then they get really arsy with you so um bear that in mind when you're ordering your hay how much work goes into it and just remember guys only a few years ago you were paying seven pounds bail a small bail and you're now being offered hay at three pounds fifty a bale um so just bear it in mind we could 
hay's been getting in now at the moment. I'm seeing lots of people get their hay in. Obviously, we, we only do one cut, so we do ours a bit later. Um, I always look at Dean and go, oh, shouldn't it be done now? And he'll just look at me and go, no, not yet. I always want to go too early with, my, with the hay. Um, but he always knows because we get more bales per acreage. Um, I would, if I did it, I'd go too early and the bales would, we wouldn't get as many bales. Um, so there you go, I've learned a lot. Hiya, Bally. Oh, you've got an Amigo on today. Amigo Bugbuster. Is that a new one? I shouldn't say that on the podcast, but I don't think Dean listens to the podcast, so it's fine. It looks like, um, she has a new rug on. She's probably got to wash her other one. So, as I was saying, what have we been up to? So it's basically been Laura and I. Lucy has been um, at school um, when she was well again. Um, and we basically have been um, galloping about like a pair of loonies. Um, because we've had rain at night and also really heavy dew still. Um, we've had the longest day. I can't believe the longest day has gone. So any of you listen to this at the other end of the world, celebrating the fact that you're coming out of winter, um, I always forget about the flies. I suspect anybody who has horses forgets about flies. We've had a few bites and stuff. Egan um, here have now just gone into the stable. I can see them from here. Indy's grazing with a muzzle on. Blueberries running through the fields, looking quite happy. She likes to come first thing in the morning, then she sort of flops out. So um, we've been going down, we've been going down on the canter track, and Bally, my heck, Bally is fast. And uh, Laura said to me, are you um, going to be all right? And I went, yeah, I'll be fine. And she said, oh, good, good. So first day we did it, we went through and... Um, took them round the canter track and then what we do is we then turn round and come back up the canter track so I'm like oh my lord <laughs> because obviously the ponies know what you're going to do and um Bally's so flipping fast she's so fast uh so off she went uh, and Laura's holding her back and um Indy generally does and Laura when Laura rode Indy when she first came to her from her sisters for boot camp to learn some manners <laughs> and and to really be sold that's why she came to Laura originally she thought she might make um for a uh horse boarding horse um but that soon changed because Laura said she took her across an open field um and all Indy would do was do a collector canter which is what she always has done even with me, that's what she's done. You know, she goes, no, I'm fine. I'm quite happy cantering along like this. So um, I encouraged her a little bit more. Um, I'd done it with uh, Donnie and um, Bally before, but not just Bally. And I, Eakin, Indy and Bally seem to get on quite well, um, which is great. Really chuffed with that. Um, and... Yeah, they just seem to get on quite well. It's quite nice to see it. There's no argy-bargy, although Bally does like to be in the front. So, And then the next day, Laura thought she'd open her up a little bit more. And um, 
she turned round and Indy just went, yep, I'm going for this. And she loved it. She loved it. And Laura said, I was just waiting for you to start screaming, saying, oh, I can't hold her, I can't hold her, slow down. But I didn't. <laughs> it was so much fun. And we got back and it was warm and they were sweating and they'd had a great time. And we were leading the back moves. I was just untacking Indy so that she could... I could wash her down and everything. She's going, oh, I'm so hot and sweaty. And I was like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to take your tack off. And she was trying to roll. <laughs> she kept trying to roll. And um, so really hurried. I just pulled all her tack off. I didn't wash her down. Let her go into, we thought it was probably the best thing to do. Just let her get into a field and have a roll. She threw herself on the floor and then just laid there. And I looked at Laura and she was being such drama queen, Indy. It looked like... I, the thing is, I could see it and Laura couldn't see it. So she was laying on the floor, nibbling grass, just flat out like a dead pony. You know how they do that. I'm just going to be a dead pony. After, after she'd rolled. So she, she laid flat. Then she went, I'll have a roll. I'll nibble some grass. I just laid there and I went to her, oh gosh, and then Nora looked at me, she went, is she right? And I went, I was a bit worried that she was colicking, I have to be honest, um, because as I said, it was hot, it's not as hot as it has been, but she was hot and sweaty. And then she rolled again, got up and went, oh, I'm fine now, now you can wash me off. I just stood there, so I meekly went over, got the wash down washed her all down and made her all clean and tidy and put a fly rug on so we've christened her drama queen <laughs> it was, I'm sitting there going if she does that when we're away at camp after a heavy down workload she's going to be everybody's going to be really worried about her but anyway um, so there you go uh, she is drama queen I've spoken to Shelley G Photography. Shelley is going to be there. Laura really would like to have... Um, we're being offered mini photo sessions uh, with Shelley. Um, and I think it will be great um, to get some good pictures of them both because that's where your memories are. I think I've convinced Laura to apply for all stars i think it's awesome so i'll do some serious filming when i'm away get some good shots of her um i hope as they say there'll be people there to help you uh, if she, if she gets through and i really hope they pick her um because oh, she is an all-rounder that horse is an all-rounder and she's one that laura's produced herself and i just think you know go for it um let her get in let her do it because i think she would be an asset i really do and uh, i think she'd have a ball and i would love to just follow her and get all her insight and how she was doing and and all that i just think it'd make her great she'd just be brilliant at it so um i think i convinced her so now she's thinking about it which is good um we've watched We've got until the end of the month of July, I think. And they've had hundreds already. Um, 
So I don't know. I, I don't know. They changed the um, format. They said that you had to be able to do um, a BE90 and they were looking for an all-rounder. Um, so it's obviously going to be all about jumping, which Laura would love. Um, me, not so much. Um, and then they said, oh, you have to be think of your horse being fit enough for a BE80. And I'm just sitting there going, well, that, that class is out a whole load of people. If you, it's an all-rounder you want people that don't affiliate as well um i know they get more perhaps it's what the uh, sponsors have asked for i don't know it could i'm thinking it's probably that perhaps they're thinking that they'll get more followers from whoever wins whomever wins whomever wins um if they're out doing sponsorship i suppose if you think uh like the likes of Elphick event ponies um, which is interesting because she has said that she did want to apply but uh, never did I don't think or didn't get through I don't know um, I don't think she I don't know anyway so it's interesting because they use they've done before they've had people that don't jump or say they don't jump and then you discover that they've been jumping for years and they've been jumping really high height. So it'll be interesting to watch. All stars, absolutely. I do love, because you do learn a lot. Um, but what I'm really, really looking forward to is Swipe Up and Kick On um, Series 2. Which, if you follow any of them, like Footloose Venting, you will see that people have actually applied for it. Uh, that people, What they've been doing and what they've been up to. And it's been really interesting and really good. So, looking forward to that series. Subscribe to Horse and Country, if you can afford it, if that's the only thing you do. Um, so that's it. So we've been galloping around as much. We've got, we've just given the girls two days off. Then we'll be back on the fitness, which is exactly what I wanted Indy to be doing. Um, I'm so pleased. She was an absolute superstar. The first day I took her out, we took her back through the wood. There's a bit that... Laura and Bally always canter on. And Laura's going, let's trot. And Bally's going, let's canter. And uh, Indy went, let's canter. And she, um, Bally does these launches herself. Quite, not in any malicious way, but she sort of is so excited that she sort of launches herself off. And um, she did. And... <laughs> Indy went, well, I could do that. So she did a flyback, and for the first time, she didn't unseat me. You know, um, normally, I sort of fly in the air. But as I'm getting fitter, and this is what I would say to anybody who rides, um, you do need to work on your own fitness. Um, you do need to sort it out. Oh, yeah, my shoulder. So I went to the Cairo, and I was booked in for a double supervision with the Cairo and one of his team. And it's dry needling. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that. Anyway, he was really, really worried that my shoulder was going to get worse. You know, because I couldn't, I couldn't actually, I can't lift my shoulder, my arm, my right arm above a certain height and uh, he did all the tests everything that 
Um, Michael's done, and he just looked at me and went, right. Michael Cairo, that is. And he just looked at me and went, right, okay. It's really important we do this. It's really important that you, we work on this. It's really bad. We've caught it. And I'm thinking, it's me, Indy. Wompy. Just ran away. Um, it's really important that we do this. Um, so actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for a... We're going to do the dry needling. And uh, I went, okay, thinking I have no idea what dry needling is. It's kind of like acupuncture, but it's deeper. So it's a sterilised... It has to be in a sterilised environment. It has to be done by a professional, qualified. Um, and they kind of reproduce the pain when they put the needle in to your shoulder, well, wherever they put it. I don't know. I was lying on my front with my eyes shut, grimacing. So, uh, And Michael, the Cairo, said, this is why Steph's really quite tough. She can take it. He went, great. I'll do a treble session that I would normally do because this is bad and we need to get, get on with it. And he went, and she looks quite fit. She, you know, she said, because I said about... Um, I punched the air in my boogie bounce uh, and I really floored myself. I said, and it got worse since I'd seen Michael. I hadn't seen Michael for two weeks. And he just looked at me and went, right. Um, what I have been taught is I have to use my arm. Anyway, so did that, had it done. Uh, I didn't know whether I liked being called tough, but anyway, tough old bird, that's kind of what I've always been called um so did that really pleased I was I was like a bit suspicious of it um but I actually it's worked really well can you get that water do you want me to get you some it's hot so blueberries and king in the buckets of water so oh, I've just got water all over me do you want this? Come on. There you go. That'll be cold. Oh yeah, thank you. You can probably hear her. Good girl. Um, then he said that I had to put ice on it and that I needed to take an anti-inflammatory if it was bad. They're not really into that kind of... Uh, Thing, you know, they don't really like you taking anti-inflammatories. But um, I've also been given some because the anti-inflammatory I had didn't work. Um, and it actually has helped. So together. And then he said to me that what I have to do is keep using it, which I couldn't do. Um, and Laura's dad had actually said to me, the thing is, Steph, you've got to push through it and use your arm. And I kept going, problem is so. I raise it to a certain height, I end up on the floor because it hurts so much. Um, so whereas I agree with that, we've done Laura's fields. They're all done. Blueberries on the hunt again. Now I've just got two Oz. Um, so whereas I agree, I agree with that, and now I've got the mechanism to do it. Yesterday I kept punching the air. I did the boogie bounce workout with all the arms for the first time in months. Um, it probably got a bit overexcited about it yesterday. Uh, forgot to ice the shoulder last night, which I think I should have done. 
Um, but anyway, I'll do that later. Uh, and um, I am moving it, and I can move it, and I can move my, can nearly get it, but my arm vertical, which is just like amazing. So I'm pushing through, but what I do have to do is change the appointment because I got very confused with the days that we were away. Um, originally I thought it was two nights, three days. And then I looked at it and thought, oh, it's one night, two days. But it is actually two nights, three days. Um, we haven't had, I have to say, uh, minor criticism. Um, and I'm going to say, come on, you can come through there. Yep. Jumping. Um, the inf- we haven't had all the information. Now, I look at everything, the way I look at everything, email to me, is on my mobile phone which is how the majority of people do it, I'm sure. So when you then get one and they're just copying it and they put the wrong venue, the wrong date, and then they don't send you all the information, you sit there and go, I don't know. So what I did, being, you know, I found it like a project, so, and obviously I need something to do, so uh, I've printed it all out um, for Laura and I put them into envelopes because we need to send um, medical, we need to fill in a medical form. I've never had on it before a medical form saying whether you're dyslexic. I am dyslexic, um, so, but on a medical form, seems a bit bizarre. Um, but I put on it, yes, and they've said, how does this affect you? And I said, I don't know my left from my right, which is the major thing. Um, and then they've put on it, um, uh, are you hard of hearing? And I've gone, yes. How does this affect me? Shout. <laughs> Don't wear a mask so I can lip read. And then they put on it. Um, then I've had to tick it as well because I'm mathematic. So I feel a bit like an old crock already. Um, I still don't understand the dyslexia a bit. But anyway, just looking at... Tia's got quite pink heels. Um, where the sun... has caught her. They're in the stable again. Out of the out of the sunshine need to trim Tia's tail and probably Indy's actually look at Indy's tail I was looking back at some old I couldn't sleep last night um, and I was looking back at some old footage and I started riding Indy there's a picture of Laura there's a video of Laura doing dressage with um, Indy in February of 2018 and she just looks at me as she goes around and starts goes into the arena and she goes I'm going to die and uh, I just thought it was quite funny um we, it was in an indoor school as well and I don't think Indy had ever been in an indoor school um thought it was quite funny um that was at Lime Kiln um and then you don't see Laura on her you then see me riding her um and that is probably, yeah, because from 2018 I've ridden her. And there's me going around in my dressage saddle and was going, took, I took her to um, some uh, Teen Quest events because Eek was not enjoying it and was not right. And I took Indy instead. And I remember the team were like, oh, it's Indy. Because they were relying on me with Eek to win all the time um and then i realized i didn't really enjoy it at all i mean indy was brilliant she i just took her loaded her off we went 
didn't matter how hot it was, she still did it. She was, we were just out all the time. And it was great to have that time to look over. And I said to Laura, I went, do you know what? It's great to be able to get back to thinking oh, I'm just going to take her out all the time um, and get on with everything. I do feel, and now, because she, this is because she had so much time off with her injury, um, with her feet, we didn't know she was going to get better. And then she had, she's had quite an easy life since August last year because obviously she'd, I fell off. Um, she frightened me. I fell off. I broke my finger. Oh, dislocated my finger. Um, and we had to work through it. And we, Laura has been so patient with me. And I've been, times when I've been going really well. And then she's going, yeah, that's fine. And then she'll test you. Like, uh-huh. So I could just be eating or I could, we could be going out having fun and then she'll go, okay. So um, when we did the back on the first trip and she did it and I was so proud of myself and she, Laura was like, turned around and saw me. So I flew through the air with her but didn't move and, then, and I was kicking her forward. She went, and you survived it? And I went, she said, you just dealt with it and got on with it. And I went, yeah, I know. So the martingale has been a great help for me um we've decided looking at how well i'll decide how well it goes at camp and what height we're jumping at camp but i kind of think i'd like to do the not class one in the fun three-day event but um class two which is what laura will be aiming for with bally um which is it's just that you're jumping a higher jump in the show jumping and you're doing you're not doing an intro in the dressage you're doing a prelim and i just think that would be just more fun so uh we'll see how it goes you know i've been cocky before and i've come crashing down so um as i did on the uh, three-day event so we'll see how it goes and I'll take it from there. I'll keep you posted on our me persuading Laura to do Horse and Country All-Stars. See how we go with that. Um, like, share and comment. Please subscribe. Don't forget, this is a free podcast. It's not supported by anybody. If anybody would like to sponsor me, I'd be really interested in talking to you. Um, I am the Happy Hacker with Ambition. Like, share and comment. Thank you so much for listening.